0: Camlin sat and waited, and as he waited, his mind wandered. When he was a bairn, his da would sit Camlin upon his knee and tell him to stay away from the Darkwood. He'd carry Camlin to their window and point at the ocean of trees just south of their hold, stretching on and on to the ends of the earth, or so it had seemed to Camlin. Then his da would tell tales about the Darkwood brigands, "'How cruel and fierce they were. "'How they'd cut your throat for a handful of grain "'or a half-chewed copper. "'Never thought for a moment I'd end up being one of them. "'He concentrated on the road in front of him, "'looking down from an embankment shrouded in dense cover. "'A dozen black-fletched arrows were spiked into the earth before him. "'His bow of yew held loosely across his lap. "'In the canopy above... Wood pigeons cooed. Further off, a woodpecker drummed against a tree. Camlin's eyes drooped, head nodding, and with a jerk, he sat straight. My dad never taught me how boring a darkwood brigand's life was either, he muttered. Shut up, a voice said close by. Kasalu, his chief. Words hissing through a gap in his teeth. He couldn't see him but he knew he was there, squat and hulking in the undergrowth, like an old surly boar. "'Sorry, chief,' Camlin muttered. "'I said, shut up!' Camlin did. Upsetting Kasalu was not how he wanted to start the day. Far better to be overlooked, as he usually was. Fifteen summers old, he'd stumbled into the dark wood— After a moon of wandering and starving, he'd been found and taken in by Kasalu's crew. Five years later, he was still here, mostly because he had a knack for keeping his head down and his mouth shut. People that Kasalu noticed didn't usually last too long. He fixed his eyes back upon the road, a wide strip of crumbling flagstone that had seen better days. The Giant's Way, they called it. Built by giants, his dar had told him, and Camlin reckoned that was true. All the giant relics were stone-made, like this road. And there were enough of them littered about the land, most of them crumbling ruins now, a few of them taken and occupied by their conquerors. Moss and lichen grew on the giant's way, flagstones cracked and broken by countless years of freeze and thaw. It was still the best route through the dark wood, though, linking the realm of Narvon in the north with Ardan in the south. And good roads meant travellers. A fallen tree lay across the road before Camlin, branches splayed, roots twisting up to the heavens. To his left, further along the road, birds exploded from branches, squawking a protest. "'Here they come.' Camelin reached for an arrow and knocked it loosely. Riders appeared around a far bend in the road, four, six, ten of them. Behind them, two wains pulled by shaggy coated oxen, and behind those, another ten or twelve riders. They drew closer, shifting sunlight dappling the road through the treetop canopy, details appearing upon the riders. All warriors with thick-shafted spears and swords at their hips, iron torques twisted around their necks, and their warrior braids tied with leather. Huge, iron-rimmed shields were strapped to their saddles,